You're listening to an episode of the Break the Cycle podcast on the SVTV network. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Break the Cycle podcast or as I should say, welcome back. It's been a while. I've been gone for a while and uh, honestly, I wasn't really sure whether I wanted to continue doing the show uh primarily because of the stuff that I was dealing with uh at that time but now we're back uh I realize that I do love the show and I love doing this with you guys uh so it's going to continue uh my guest today is uh Ashton Doctor oh man what a guy <laughs> Uh, most of you know him as the habit coach he's got a very 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 popular podcast on IVM podcasts uh it's called the habit coach podcasts and he's just a burst of positivity like the amount of time i spent talking to him i had a smile across my face uh he's so calm he's so grounding and really 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 helpful and if there's anyone who you want to speak to with respect to building habits and keeping yourself consistent in main- and maintaining those habits he's your guy uh and that's what we talk about we talk about his journey uh, on how he became the habit coach uh how to maintain some habits uh because I, god knows i struggle with them myself uh and just generally having a lot of fun so i hope you enjoy the show and i'll see you soon and we'll like not exactly live i mean i just hit the record button i don't know why i keep saying <laughs> we're live it sounds cool yeah it has to be like that <laughs> it does it does actually mm-hmm. it sounds a lot so cool. in our podcast we do a clap so the clap is the starting point oh <laughs> hmm. so it's like 1 2 3 and then the patak is the starting point when the podcast starts <laughs> interesting I I'm still getting you it's weird because most of my episodes on this podcast have been through Zoom. Hmm. And I've never really I still haven't gotten used to the fact that uh you know I I would have like a soundproof room uh, I'm not in a soundproof room or something of that sort because I would record at the studio earlier. Hmm. Cuz it was right close by. And I, I would wait for people to show up in Delhi <laughs> block time like let's go to the studio. ha but in any case like people in delhi would have also come like an hour late or something like that right like do did people reach on time for your recordings in the studio you would be surprised really yeah. breaking stereotypes i love it <laughs> cuz i actually okay uh in in the defense i actually did pick up a few and bring them <laughs> the there you go <laughs> i'm paying by the hour you better get there on time <laughs> Yeah I I basically I I I would trust no one I'd be like listen I'm picking you up wherever you are There you go I don't go. care if you're sitting in Gurgaon <laughs> I'll come and take you <laughs> Right but I've been wanting to I've been wanting to speak to you for a very long time uh honestly uh I stumbled across your podcast through a friend of mine uh, while we were driving driving to work mm-hmm. and uh I think it was I think it was like 8 minutes of the first podcast that I heard and I was like hold on play the next in fact you know what <laughs> repeat because <laughs> I need this <laughs> yeah 
it's been it's, it's been it's addictive right this 8 minute format is like is a little like binge watching little netflix shows yeah but i love i love the way you've been able to kind of package that information in such a digestible format for people because thank you otherwise we would just end up looking at one net one youtube video for for a habit and then just go like okay <laughs> keep researching keep researching by the end of it you're like 30 videos and now you're watching cat videos correct absolutely <laughs> it always ends in cat videos and you know in fact working on this podcast was a, was a very big thing because it took a lot of effort to get it down to that 4 minute 5 minute format so like right now the the uh, episodes are a little longer than the 7 minute 8 minute like the one that you right. heard yeah. but right in the beginning we had said that 4 or 5 minutes maximum right and in 4 or 5 minutes your ability to get a point across means that you better know that point very very well inside out absolutely so that is the whole idea right so if i can understand this and i can explain it well and make it you know somewhat mm-hmm. entertaining yeah. that was the goal and how do you create that in the format of the podcast awesome i am actually going to ask you about how you kind of like the method you used to get there but before that i want to know about you because okay here's the thing when i was doing my research i i mean i found the website and i saw yeah. your linkedin profile and that's basically all i got Hmm. Right, and I'm like, who is this habit coach? <laughs> I need to know. <laughs> so finally, yeah, I was Instagram. Like, Instagram's like an open book, right? Instagram's an open book, but you. Uh, but here's the thing. Like, I think a lot of us, including uh, especially me, uh, I'm not very good with writing down messages and going, "Hey, I just want to have a conversation because I would like to get to know you." One, it weirds people out. <laughs> uh, I'm saying that from no, experience. No, no. <laughs> the weirder ones are the people who say good morning every single day without a next follow up question or anything <laughs> so so there are there are different levels of weird in instagram uh, direct messaging that's right like so it's it's perfectly fine and um, and you know like actually how would you put yourself up there right like yeah i don't think that, yeah there there is no wiki post correct you're right Mm. So the whole idea was that. Um, so what do you know? Want to know about me? Tell me. Ask. Um, I want to know who the habit coach is and how you got here. Lovely. Because the background is uh, okay. So the background is that I uh, had no idea about habits or personal development or anything of that sort right up until 2018. This mm. is 10 years of martial arts, and right at 2018 mm. is when I go. Oh wait, I haven't trained my mind at all. Ah. So when I got into right. the, uh, when I got into kind of working on myself hmm. mystically, hmm. Uh, the first thing that I uh, got into was meditation and everything else. And then I kind of said, okay, I'm going to switch up the content that I consume. And hmm. the initiator of that was podcasts. Hmm. And I started with Impact Theory uh, of Tom Bilyeu. I went into of course other areas and school then, of greatness. school of greatness daily stoic mm. and just mm. over there is is how i went into okay if i'm talking about personal development i haven't seen a lot of people in india talk about that i didn't haven't noticed uh, a lot of people in india talk about that and suddenly there was your podcast mm. this nice 4 minute 5 minute 7 minute capsule of this is a habit this is the habit you use this is how you use it end move on mm. and mm. then you stick with it and i'm like mm. Okay this is this makes perfect sense how have you kind of gotten to that point so then is where i did my research i've been i had been following your work for a while and uh, after putting my 
how should I say, doubt aside, I kind of reached out and said, okay, I think it's time I <laughs> ask you the question I've been wanting to ask you. How lovely! I'm glad that you did. Yeah. So, so the way it started for me was, um, so I came from a family background, family business background, right? That means that I was born into a company knowing that I was supposed to take it over. Right. So the the whole fund and it, and there was no uh, there was no desire not to. Like right. I loved the business, I loved the work, so it was not that I didn't want to do that. So for 15 years, that's what I did. But as a as a kid from a family business, you always have a chip on your shoulder, which right. is that I have to prove that I'm better than my parents. I have to prove that I myself, you know, that the mm-hmm. constant proving self has to be put into place. Yeah. And the funny thing is that everybody's expecting that also from you. So it's not that you made this up by yourself, right? Everyone's yeah. also saying, Acha, dekhao, dekhao. and it's really funny because you get into a business when you are in college. Mm-hmm. And once you do that, you're the youngest person in that company for the first God knows how many years. I mm-hmm. think I was the youngest person for the first five, six years of working there. And, uh, and, and typically in a family business, you start off at one level above the water cooler, one level below the pool. So everything you have to do, <laughs> right? So you have to figure yeah. everything out yourself. Yeah. And, and it's so funny. So that's how it started. And, um, and obviously being a type A person, I was like, I have to be the best. I have to, you know, um, kill it in whatever I'm doing. And that mindset was always there. So as soon as I started my first division within the company, it had to be the fastest growing division. Mm-hmm. I will not take any help from anyone. I will show that I can do it. So right. all that was the mindset that that existed. Right. Right. And obviously, through life, you, re- you realize that you're picking up many, many such little baggages and chips on your shoulders. So like mm-hmm. school was disastrous. Right. College was different. And you okay. start picking these things up as you go along. Mm-hmm. And one fine day, what happened was. I believed that I was being a success, which mm-hmm. was, paisa You know, I was having the. I, I could eat at all the fancy restaurants I wanted. I had a car of my own. I don't. So I, all the tick marks were happening. Mm-hmm. But what I didn't realize was that there was one big aspect that was completely overlooked, which was the health aspect, at all. And right. I didn't realize that that was something that we needed to be focusing on. Mm-hmm. To the to the other extent is that we all thought we were doing good things, right? Yeah. We thought we were eating healthy. <laughs> when it was actually conflicts for breakfast with juice and all those things that now you realize are completely rubbish, but yeah. you thought you were doing the right things at that point of time. Yeah, and there was a massive deterioration that took place in my life. Mm-hmm. So I was in a stressful job. I was in a stressful relationship, mm-hmm. and I was sleeping probably four hours a night because you know you sleep when you're dead. That is the yeah. way that you approach life. Yeah, and uh, and at at the age of around thirty thirty one, I collapsed on the floor. And wow. that was the starting point. So you can imagine living this. I think it was a presentation that I was getting ready for, and I don't think I'd slept for two days. You know, getting that presentation ready. Mm-hmm. So I was getting ready for it. I was putting on my shirt, and suddenly, like the whole shirt was damp. I could suddenly feel my heart fluttering. All sorts of things that I'd never experienced in my life, and I just collapsed on the floor. Mm-hmm. And I keep telling this. You know, people say, "Ah, that was your wake-up moment." and i was like not really because at that point of time there was one part of me that was saying superb good job burnout hua that means you're really working hard congratulations pat on your back <laughs> because that's what society tells you yeah, you know like when yeah. you when you go on to um, onto youtube how many people are telling you go hard go home this is the way you push 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 mm. push push right that is the yeah. message that's coming out to us all pretty much yeah. right and 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 the, like you got exposed to the self development space 
um, two years ago. Mm-hmm. I've been I've been listening to podcasts for the last I think seven eight years. Right. right? So mm-hmm. this was before anybody in India knew what a podcast was, mm-hmm. and. Um, so i was uh, i was um, fed this information and the push 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 for a very long time yeah so that was that one aspect but the other aspect was fear right because at mm-hmm. 30 you don't want to be wondering about your health and kya ho raha hai and like am you i going really to survive don't. am i going to live right like it's a weird place to be yeah and and that's when i started making a decision because that's when i had i, I think i was 18 19 kilos overweight i had a nice big tummy i was nice and puffy and every time somebody said are yashtin what has happened to you i would rub my stomach and say prosperity you know like <laughs> a sign of prosperity you know so those are the kinds of the the self fulfilling idiot prophecies that we create for ourselves no like right. stomach means prosperity so let's go for it yeah and um, so at that point of time there was the thought about something has to change mm-hmm. so that at least buddhi happened hmm. and i was like all right so if something has to change being a type a person what is the hardest goal i can give myself yeah so from a nice pay to my hardest goal was get a six pack right what else from can be harder than that from one to the other extreme that is how life was right correct because what is the point if you're not you know doing that what yeah. is the point if you're not in those extremes so i said chalo six pack so i started researching and this is remember i couldn't do a push up hmm. hanging from a bar was a maximum of 15 seconds right mm-hmm. so that is the physical level that i was at like wall sit was impossible mm-hmm. every evening i would come home and i would have a backache to the extent that i bought a massage chair for my backache oh boy right? yeah and and climbing up the stairs was just scary mm. but anyway so i started i started i think i must have gone through all your jillian michel six week six pack all your uh, you know every single popular video wala exercise yeah. program p90x then then later on p90x3 came out which was like <laughs> high intensity all of that happened yeah and i went through that whole journey um slowly slowly changes were taking place nothing mm-hmm. dramatic and nothing had really caught my attention till i reached um, athlinex jeff jeff cavalier i'm sure you must have heard of yeah, yeah. right so this was when athlinex had like a few videos like 40 videos or something on his platform mm-hmm. so you can see how old it was and i binged watched all of him Hmm. because that one night i was like this guy is making so much sense let me just listen to everything and hmm. he put that love of exercise in me because i suddenly realized that there is a science behind all the rubbish that people are talking about and can i understand yeah. it and that made me geek out on it hmm. and then once i started geeking out on it i realized that okay so you know exercise not going to give me the six pack let me see what else then food and that's how slowly slowly started growing and the kind of nerd geek that i am I just went through that process, learning, 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 learning. Six pack to happen in a year, so that was not an issue. Right. But the thing is that I fell in love with the process, mm-hmm. and I kept wondering why aren't not why aren't more people doing that? Mm. Right. Um, at that time, there was a big change taking place in my life. So I love New Year resolutions. So my New Year resolution for that time was three things. One right. was to get the six pack. So that was the easy one. Mm. The other two were. i want to fail at everything i do okay i'm giving right. myself permission to fail at everything i do right mm. because if you don't fail it means you're still in your comfort zone that yeah. means you're not pushed hard enough you're not you've not gone beyond anything mm. and similarly in work right if you're going to be the fastest growing company and all that means you're not allowing yourself to fail you're not trying to do something different 
so allowing yourself to fail is very very important and you know half of us are just scared of failure so very loving petrified of it right yeah. what do people think and i think this one mindset change has been so dramatic in my life like i uh, since since martial arts and stuff we were talking about i took part in my first jiu jitsu competition after yeah. being after learning jiu jitsu for i think 3 months or something like that right yeah. and i was up against a one hardcore black belt mma fighter it was like a hilarious match oh, i don't know man. if you seen the video on my I saw it. on my I instagram right <laughs> I did. but like it was it was it was hardcore but it was something fun it was like yeah. chalo let's see what happens <laughs> so you know so those kind of thoughts were like let's see what happens and and i think that dramatically changed the way that i was approaching life and finally the last one was let's do these we should not be doing these things things so every time your mind says are you sure you should be doing that i was like mm. i'm going to do it yeah. right? because that i you sure you're going to be doing that is social con- conditioning right right yeah it's what your parents want you to do it's what your this person wants you to do so do it see what happens uh-huh. and i think that exploratory nature suddenly exploded in me with these two three um mind shifts that took right. place Awesome. Okay, I've spoken a lot, but like I'm, I've reached like the point before the question that you asked, which is how the habit code started. But like, so this is like the journey, the preamble to it. Right. The habit coach was is a completely different story that weaves into it. Right. And um, and I started another fitness business before that called Fitterby, which was about fitness through playing games. Right. Was, how do you make it. people who hate exercise do something? You must have seen it on my profile. Right. Yeah. So how do you get people who hate exercise to exercise? Right. Make it fun. Have maja, right? Yeah. <laughs> like don't treat a so push up like a push up. Ha. Huh. Yeah. So there was the, the funda of push ups didn't exist in that. The funda of burpee didn't exist. Yeah. Like you could have you could do animal crawls for you want. Then you could play games doing animal crawls, but you didn't yeah. necessarily need to do a strict push up. Yeah. In any case those are not useful in in our life. Like yeah. Very rarely are you going to be pushing up against a Something. static object. Yeah. yeah. So so that's how you know you approached um, the fitness part. Hmm. The habit coaching was very interesting. It started because people started seeing this change in my life. Mm-hmm. Like you could obviously only see the physical part first then they yeah. saw the mental part and the calm and all of that. Mm-hmm. But they kept coming to me and asking me how did you manage to do this? Hmm. And I would tell them because like you know when you learn something new you want to tell the world about want it. Want to share right? about it, yeah. <laughs> mm. So I would tell them and then they would listen patiently. and then followed by impatience and then say baba i can't do all these things that you're doing <laughs> like all this all this intermittent fasting and all these things how will you be able to do that i can't do this yeah. you are good i don't have your motivation i don't have your self discipline uh... and that's when it started because i realized that shit people aren't starting because of this lack of the belief that they can do it mm. right so they they rely on motivation so much that they don't start yeah and that was the big problem so i was like how do i get people out of this mind frame mm. and that's when this whole idea of instead of relying on motivation can we start relying on something else at that point of time the habit thought hadn't come up right but the habit idea came because i realized that i hadn't relied on motivation to get what i had done yeah. i just made small changes in my life mm. and i replaced things i had said instead of this i'll do this let me try this and it was that experimentation and that was actually what got me the results because i allowed time to happen I allowed a couple of years. I allowed three years. Yeah. You no, know, when you send motivation, you're like, it's been four months and none of my belly fat has gone. It's been one month and none of my belly fat has gone. I've actually heard Are that. that 
how do i lose how do i lose weight in two weeks i have a wedding you know, so i cut off one hand how was yeah. so, so the whole idea started from there and um, and since you were talking about you know the whole mental aspect of it yeah. the habit coaching idea popped up in my mind through a meditation that i was doing um, in leh ladakh we were going to pangong lake mm-hmm. and uh, if you have been to pangong lake it's the scariest road in the world according to me because i've not been on the other scarier roads but <laughs> it's like every turn you see a car that has toppled over so oh, wow. you're like oh, huh. so <laughs> like uh, so like half of me wanted to say turn around turn around turn around but the yeah. road is so small that you can't take a u turn <laughs> you'll go back in reverse <laughs> <laughs> so the only option was to reach the other end yeah. right? there was no place to take a u turn yeah so anyway so, so i said i i told all my friends that i'm closing my eyes i'm meditating i'll see you at the other end right So in those forty-five minutes of one hour, one and a half hours, the entire habit coaching business ka plan came to me. Oh and, joy! Huh. So we reached the the that that pass that we had to go over Maggie noodles. I quickly wrote down all the all the stuff that we had to do. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, "All right, guys, business plan ready. Now I'm going to enjoy the rest of the journey." Took a <laughs> first turn, saw a car that rolled over. I said, "Okay, bye bye." Quick backup. I'm probably listening to audio book or something else. Can't do this. So. So that was a mad trip. So basically, right. came back and started the habit coach, right? right. Um, not the podcast, but I started coaching people. Excellent. Hmm. Hello. Hello. And we're back from this massive weird <laughs> electrical glitch. <laughs> Dude, you either say we are live or you have to give tally. Yeah. Right? Oh, okay. So, so hmm. one second. One, two, three, and we're back. Correct. Done. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, the, okay. So a similar thing happened, <laughs> which is weird, because a similar thing happened with when when I conceptualized the podcast, which was I was, I was listening to uh, I was listening to so many of them. and uh i was like i should make one and i avoided that for an entire 7 8 months mm-hmm. till about 30th december last year is when i did my meditation sat down my friend calls up dude we need to go to studio i'm like to do what he's like you wanted to record our podcast no the trailer was out <laughs> already made the trailer <laughs> sent it out no clue what we're going to do i'm like mm-hmm. oh yeah 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 let's do it let's do it and that time um the uh because of delhi protests and everything certain areas were blocked so it took hmm. 2 hours just to get to the studio which was actually 45 minutes away hmm. and we sit down and i'm like okay i'm just going to interview you today <laughs> he was my first guest <laughs> and then this entire Lovely. plan of what the what break the cycle is is uh, just showed up hmm. um All right, so you started coaching people. That's how awesome. I'm assuming that's how awesome one eighty happened. So you're still yeah. with the family business. I'm still with the family business. Right. And this is supposed to be my my passion project. I want to like coach five people, five friends, mm-hmm. and we end that year with coaching about twenty one to twenty five people. So wow. it was then like, oh my god, okay. So then now I need to put more effort onto this than all the other stuff that I was doing. <laughs> right. So that's how it started. So. Mm-hmm. then luckily very supportive family supportive parenting uh, of course we'll help you in this you're doing something good for the world please mm. please continue do it 
So mm-hmm. that's how the whole thing started. Right. And the podcast started because I was at a friend's birthday party and I had a conversation with somebody over gin and tonics. And I was like, so what do you do? And she said, we have a podcasting studio. And I was like, podcasting studio? Mm-hmm. Like we run a podcasting company? Like, I didn't know India made podcasts, let alone right. have its own, have companies that do this or only this. Yeah. And um, about two, three weeks before that, I had gone and bought my first microphone because I said, I'm going to start recording a podcast. And I sat down with a friend and recorded a podcast. And it was the worst thing that has ever been recorded on the face of the planet, right? Because we were just so conscious. We couldn't record anything. It was just like a complete hodgepodge. Uh-huh. And um, and we both swore that this will never see the light of day. <laughs> I'm actually curious to, to, to listen to it now. I don't know where it is. I'm telling you, never see the light of day. So, so delete and how? Yeah. And then after that, it was like, okay, I need to practice. Uh-huh. So I started practicing and then suddenly this opportunity came up to start the Habit Coach podcast with IBM. Mm-hmm. And then we said, Chalo, let's do it. Right. And then I think it's going to be a year now, two years now. Wow. So it's been a fantastic journey. Mm-hmm. We're like now doing over like 200,000 downloads a month. We passed that two. I think we're going to get, get to 2 million downloads soon. So it's going to be fun. That's awesome. Hmm. Yeah. I'm still like in quite a journey with the with them, yeah. So uh, you're making daily ones now, right? So we have Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Right. Saturday, Sunday, you have to give the poor listeners a break, no poor things. Yeah. <laughs> so five days a week. Awesome. <laughs> five days a week. Right. I um I actually have so the thing is because I've been doing a lot of uh dabbling in in a lot of the in a lot of the modalities which are related to coaching there's the martial arts i've recently did nlp as well so mm. I, like the mm. same experimental mindset kind of showed up and mm. on the flip side of the personal development journey i actually noticed uh, a lot of my friends and even myself getting a little pulled into the uh, the side that went okay, if I'm not being productive, there's something wrong. And getting like mm. really, really obsessive about it to the point where mm. it starts to become a bad thing, mm. for lack of a better word. I want to know if you've experienced something like that, how you got out of it. Because I, uh, my sense is that from what I get about your journey, it's been a lot about balance and finding that balance. And I think a lot of a lot of us in that in that same zone of yes, you need to go hard, but you also need to relax. Kind of miss mix, miss the relaxation part and kind of go back to that loop of okay, go hard or go home. So the thing is that there is no balance, hmm. and 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 balance itself is a lie. See, right now, the fact that you feel that you're not doing enough mm-hmm. means that you're trying to balance two things out. Right. My, nothing of my life has been a balance, right? We started the podcast, my conversation with them, and I, this is a genuine thing, okay? Right. Episode one has not come out. My conversation was, which is your biggest podcast on the channel? Right. Okay, Cyrus says. I think my goal is to beat it. Right. Right. So there is no concept of balance. <laughs> so the funda is that you'll notice that in nowhere is balance a thing that exists. Hmm. Even when you are... Uh, person even when you're cycling Mm. you're always tilting on one side or tilting to the other side there's Mm. never balance you're never in the middle it's always 
Yeah, here and, and there. And in that oscillation is where you come uh, go ahead. Right. Even even in martial art, the concept of balance is being in a state of imbalance because imbalance is when you can pounce, right? Mm, yeah. So you're always either on left foot or right foot. When you're on both feet, you're technically you have you have to turn to one foot in order to take a step. Yeah. So the whole funda of balance is something that unfortunately we've been fed. Mm-hmm. It does not exist. Mm-hmm. So it is not go hard or go home as a mentality. No. Yeah. It is. know that you're given sometimes that you're going to be going hard and know that sometimes you're going to be going soft mm. and that's perfectly fine see the problem is that and i and i agree with you well i i disagree with you having a productivity mindset is very very important agree okay hmm. it is critical because if you're not you're constantly in that state of like oh i'm wasting my life and you are wasting your life you could have hmm. done so many things to change society yeah. and if you're not making the world better a better place matlab thappad you mean Yeah, <laughs> but the idea is that you have to give yourself permission to chill too, mm-hmm. and the idea is giving the permission to chill. Right. It is when the chill happens without the permission that you feel you're wasting time. Hmm. So two days ago, I was like, I don't feel like doing anything. No problem. I'm canceling my meetings. I'm going to sit at home. I'm going to vegetate. Hmm. But I gave myself that I'm going to vegetate. Hmm. The right. permission was given. So then there was no guilt. Hmm. The problem is the guilt comes in because you don't appreciate or you don't accept the fact that. that i need my chill time too yeah <laughs> making sense makes a lot of sense because i think that's where a lot of us kind of uh, fall apart on this journey at least because my thing has been similar the reason why this was called break the cycle was because i was in that obsessive cycle of i need to get this done without realizing so, that but it's I, good yeah getting that thing done is good it's good right? but getting that thing done to the point where i am actually doing more harm than good is where the priority is important yeah is where things fall apart because if i were to like last year and this is <laughs> this was one of my biggest objectives of last year that i am actually mm. going to go and sign up for a fight mm. i've been doing this 10 years i haven't gotten in, gone into competition because i've never trained for competitive mm. sport although i do mm. appreciate how they do it and a lot mm. of my own self training has been in the way of in the manner to, that replicates Uh, a high level athlete uh, who's mm. competing mm. but the second i got into uh, got into it which is somewhere around uh, when i started was around june of last year uh, mm. and i thought okay till november i need to get this done mm. um i decided to balance it with the job and two two le- two sessions of training mm. without really having a filter of i am going to need a break so mm. seven days i am training every day morning mm. night mm. i'm working most days morning mm. right? and whatever free time i get apart from say uh, my drive time which is which was my learning time and my relaxation mm. time i'm going to go at it i fell mm. sick five times in five months mm. oh god <laughs> which kind of made me go okay there's something that i'm doing wrong i changed my diet i decided to stop my cold showers for a while i thought okay the cold showers are doing it and ultimately i reached a point like okay you just haven't taken a break like you're sleeping 5 hours a day mm. tops it's broken sleep or you just wake up at like 5 o'clock i'm going to go and i'm going to train and i'm going to come back so this is what i meant by the balance bit because i i i think we've just gotten too competitive and competition with yourself makes sense like you want you obviously want to push for better 
where every day is okay even if i make that 1% progress it's a good sign i am moving i am moving forward whether that's here or there it's it's some days are going to be 5% some days are going to be 10% hmm. but we go like uh okay i didn't hit that mark today instead of going all right i'm going to hit that mark tomorrow we kind of go i didn't hit that mark today i failed i failed hmm. so everything's fallen apart everything's hmm. fallen apart so oh my god what the hell and you end up beating yourself hmm. up now yes in some cases which is where i which is what my next question was going to be like how do you make habits stick because uh, a lot of people kind of you know hit that failure mark and they go okay i'm done i failed i'm not going to do this anymore whereas yeah. others go i'm going to double down on this and i'm going to double down so hard that i'm still not going to be able to make it hmm. so how and then listen to the last part like um if i had to wake up at 5 in the morning and go and train i'm going to wake up 5 in the morning and go and train regardless of how my body feels hmm I may have had a very long very stressful night where my body is cramping mm. up in the morning but I'm still going to go out there make it to the gym and then eventually fall sick. Hmm right. So that's the other extreme side that it's gone to. Correct. Right? So my question in that sense was like one is obviously the mindset that you've answered. But how would one have to make that make the habit stick in a sustainable way? Like I'm not even going to say permanent, hmm. because like you said, you're going to be off the mark one day, two hmm. days. But how do you make it stick to the sense that all right, if if I do this five times, if I've been doing this eighty percent, I'm good with that eighty percent. If I make it so to the 100... first thing is that you know it's interesting that that. 95% of the people don't think like this. Mm. What I mean by that is 95% of the people have a difficulty in starting. Mm. Right? And then continuing. Right. So your issue is that you've gone to the other extreme which is too much. Right. The the fact is that you are so driven mm. by something else mm. that you don't necessarily need the the stuff that I preach which is the habits part. Right. Correct? Because all I talk about is starting small. Hmm. and then keeping with consistency to growing it right see there are different ways of approaching what you are talking about one is that using your grit to get things done yeah using your sheer i will fight everything to get things done yeah and your goal the other way is to say that all right if i have to do this how can i plan my day better mm-hmm. i need to wake up at 5 and go for my run okay perfect after the run i need to go to the gym and train perfect hmm. right but for that i also need to sleep earlier hmm. see that connection did not take place with you yeah necessarily hmm. right because you felt that your body could handle it you would probably party and then go and train and that's how most of us also did it right yeah now the, the so the, the funda is that 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 level of um, self awareness has to come in for somebody like you who is already pushing and mm. i'm not saying rein your pushing in mm-hmm. i'm saying inside inject the times of break and the rest because athletes don't grow in the gym athletes grow during their rest period right correct and this is so important for us to understand there's a reason why right from arnold schwarzenegger to michael phelps to uh, all your basketball players they sleep for 10 hours 12 hours mm-hmm. 13 hours a day right yeah matlab their sleep cycle is more 
uh, superhuman than mine. I can't sleep past six hours, seven hours, eight hours, right? <laughs> so they are like in any case sleeping way beyond that. Right. But they're focusing on that. Hmm. We only see the hard work aspect of it. We don't right. see the recovery period of it. And which is why one of the big things, especially for athletes, when I coach them or talk to them, it's always about don't train like an athlete, hmm. recover like one. And right. you put in 75% of your energy on the recovery, mm-hmm. right? Are you taking your magnesium supplements? Are you taking enough of your protein? Are you taking enough of your, your omega-3s? Are you doing all the stuff that's going to support your recovery? Right. See, even look at the recovery you chose to do. Hmm. Cold showers, ice bath in Delhi. Right? <laughs> that again is extreme. Yeah. Right. Where is your body actually relaxing? Saying, ah, when is it hmm. taking a sigh? Yeah. So, for you, it is not about necessarily ending the hard stuff. Mm. It is about adding the soft stuff in, mm. right? Prioritizing. Because otherwise, then if you're constantly making a choice between I'm going to achieve versus my health. And that, right. is, some, that is perfectly fine. You can mm. do it. Nothing wrong in it. But as long as you made a conscious choice about it, yeah. it doesn't creep up on you and say, fuck, what happened to my uh, knees suddenly? <laughs> right? yeah. I can't stand. I can't walk. You don't want to get into that state. Exactly. Right yeah. now, at the age of 30, everything seems like you're King Kong. Mm. <laughs> you don't know what you're going to feel like at 50 to 60, 70. So you have to think necessarily from that perspective as well. Mm. So from a longevity point of view, rather than an instant sort of what's going to happen now. And no, it, it is a question of what am I willing to give up for what I want? Right. Right. So mm. with all my coaching clients as well, I ask for three things. One is where they see themselves in five years and all of that. That's a separate conversation. But the other two things is what they're not willing to give up. Mm. Three things. And what are the three things that they're willing to give up? Mm. All right. So some people say, don't tell me to give up alcohol. I'm not going to do that. Perfectly fine. <laughs> I know what you're not. Yeah. Right. Right. And the other people that's like, I'm willing to give up anything. I really want this. Mm. So let's figure it out where we are on that spectrum. And right. what are the things you're not willing to give up? Mm. I'm willing to give up uh, what my health feels like at the age of 70 for what I can achieve right now. Perfectly fine. But it's a conscious choice that you made. So go for right. it. Mm-hmm. So that sense of ownership also kind of uh, steps in in that point, right? It's a choice. Yeah. See, you have to realize that all these things are choices. Yeah. And if you don't accept them as choices, you'll just say, oh, this happened to me. Oh, no, but <laughs> yeah. it was a conscious choice you made. You're in yeah. charge. Yeah. Mm. Makes perfect sense. So this, this, this takes care of one side, which is the extreme case in a way. Mm. Uh, what about the ones who are like just starting out? How, how do you kind of, how do you address them? Like, what are the kind of questions you've come across uh, when someone's kind of reaching out to you? Uh, for assistance or for coaching. Say, so, the, so the interesting thing is that many people don't know why they want to do things. Hmm. Right? Okay. Society has said that I have to do this. I need to lose weight. Why you need to lose weight? No, everyone tells me I'm fat. Hmm. That is not a reason to lose weight. Right? Their, their core intention, their desire is not there. Hmm. So as a result, their ability to stick to something is not there because they can't see a bigger purpose to what they're right. doing. Hmm. They can't see a bigger reason to what they're doing. Yeah. So a large part of the coaching starts by creating intention. So mm. instead of motivation, which is a great kick up your ass to start things, mm. I look at intention to start things. Mm. Motivation typically would be like, like what I, what happened to me, right? I, I collapsed on the floor. Yeah. That fear made me start, but the fear is going to peter off after a while, unless I find an intention to continue. 
Yeah. So for me, the fear got me to start, but I realized very soon that my intention was I never want to be afraid of my body again. Mm-hmm. Okay. One minute. Sorry, I didn't realize that this was on. Problem. So I never want to be afraid of my body again, mm-hmm. and that was what actually got me into this whole. Uh, let's see and explore what my body can do. Mm. So, uh, since we're talking about exercise and stuff like that, um, apart from all the gym and all of that, I started doing aerial silk. Hmm. I started doing flying trapeze. Right. I went and I um, climbed uh, Everest base camp. I'd never gone to a trek before, let alone a high altitude trek. I said, "Chalo, Everest base camp karte." Right? <laughs> I, I I literally went to Kathmandu with a suitcase because I had nothing else and hmm. trekking shoes that I had bought two weeks earlier. And uh, this was still part of my let's fail at everything. Right. Uh, and bought everything in Kathmandu. Did Everest base camp. Loved it. and been a trekker ever since climb multiple mountains kilimanjaro mm. and all of those things and that's how i started falling in love i said like wow the body is able to do everything mm. and that's that intention about never wanting to be afraid of my body again that has driven me mm. like i have no idea when was the last time i had a backache right mm. now it's gone yeah and that is the whole objective excellent you answered so my so start with the intention right You answered my second last question, so I'm just going to scoot over to the last question. <laughs> What was the second last question? Second last question is how how do you get how would uh, if I if I were to sum it up to say one two or three steps to just start working mm. into the process, what would mm. it be? And you've actually given me step one, which is the most important. Step one, one is intention, right? Correct. Step two is. identify the changes that you need to do mm-hmm. and start small so the right. so the three golden rules of habit change are start small start small that means don't go for a 5 km run mm. go for a 1 km run if you want or a 500 m run if you want mm. right make it easy to do mm. that means don't make the habit to actually go for the run make the habit to actually wear your shoes and wear your clothes because as you know that is sometimes the hardest thing for people Yeah. Right, getting Most out of the bed. People fail at that part. Getting out of the bed, especially now in Delhi, cold weather and stuff like that, impossible. <laughs> and then the final thing is never miss two days in a row. Hmm. So you did something one day, next day didn't happen. Make sure on the third day you definitely do it. Right. So don't get two days of missing in a row. One day of missing is perfectly fine. Life comes in the way. Yeah. But never two days. Because hmm. two days you're gonna you're gonna fall off the wagon. Hmm. No, what happens is even worse. Actually, it's more devious. Making excuses becomes the new habit. Ah, yeah, you're right about that. You become very good at making excuses. <laughs> that is true. Thank you so much. My last question is: Where can these people find you or reach out to you? Lovely. Thanks. So, um, since you're listening to a podcast, please go and listen to the Habit Coach podcast. That's the podcast that I host. um you can find me on instagram i'm ashdin doc a s h d i n d o c i think that's the best place to start mm-hmm. you can also go to my website awesome180.com but i think from instagram you can go to all these different things that we're doing right we have youtube channels and we have no sugar challenges and lots of fun stuff so come and explore it awesome thank you so much ashdin i love my pleasure thank you so much <laughs> thank you <laughs>